terrible. All right, and we are now live ending living color. Welcome to another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling, where we interview special guests each and every week from different walks of life in the reselling world. Here, we'll discuss the highs and lows in reselling and dive into great conversation. We are positive that you're going to hear something that will help you become a better reseller. I'm your host, Ray, and I am joined by my co-host, none other than Dustin. What's up, everybody? What is up? And today's guest, guys, a reoccurring guest on the show. This is the second time, I believe, on the show. Yeah. Is none other than yeah. Ethan, aka the college reseller. What's going on, Ethan? What's up? I'm happy to be here. When you said that I could come on for a second time, I was like, yes, part two. I get a second part chance. two, baby. <laughs> part two. I love it. Um, I so I part one was July of last year. So it's almost been a year. It almost has been. It's almost been a year. So I'm excited to see where um where you are now mm. ethan i know i went back earlier on the week and i re-listened to it and i kind of want to know like i want to know like where you are now compared to where you are basically a year ago and let's see um and you talked about some goals towards the end of the last podcast and guys if you want to listen to that podcast i'll link it down below so you guys can listen to it so we're going to see if you met those goals or what goals you have now, all that good stuff. But uh, let's say hi to some people in the chat. We have uh, Chris at peak. He says, where's Ethan? Is he late for class again? That was actually my fault. We had some technical difficulties before the pod. So everything seems to be fixed. So I'm glad you're here, Chris. Uh, we need to have Chris on the pod. So I'm going to get with you, Chris. Yep. Uh, that's Unique Tennessee says, good evening, guys. Good to see you. Always glad that you're here. And Marie is on. Ray dustin and ethan good to see you marie and, and chris chris is already he's already asking questions over here ethan he says yeah, ethan homework. are you homework is your homework done my homework is done as of until tuesday so i'm ahead he's there ahead he likes to be ahead so ethan i know that um it's been a minute since you come came on we have some new listeners yes could you give us like a brief um, spark notes, if you will, you know, keeping it college resell college related of, uh, how, you know, tell us about you, how you sure. got into reselling, um, all that good stuff. I know that, you know, we kind of touched on that beforehand, but for the people sure. that may not know, you know, give well, us a like little the whole, insight. It's like the whole Jimmy Fallon thing where you have to reintroduce yourself no matter what, because there's mm -hmm. always new people all the time. Um, so I think the the biggest synopsis is, is I only started this because of watching TikTok videos and scrolling down a feed of like a million videos a second and American Arbitrage popped up on my phone um, and you hear the plus shipping and you're like, what is that all about? And so I had to watch more of his videos and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then I got down the rabbit hole of the like, as soon as you like one video, you're now stuck in reselling things. So I saw his video first and then I saw you guys you guys were second and so i was like huh there's an amazon bin store right down the road i'm just gonna go do that and just see if i can do it so i got there at six o'clock in the morning like everybody suggested got there i think the first thing i picked up was like a like a juicer or something and i flipped it for like 135 dollars on ebay and i was like wow like that wasn't hard it was like five bucks to 135 bucks that's not that's not terrible and so i kept doing that I made myself my own TikTok channel and then come to find out I don't like doing TikTok anymore. <laughs> um, 
but um, I have completely changed from doing Amazon bin store to I did clothing and then just everything that I could find in Goodwill to now I am 99% shoes. So it has changed drastically since the last time I was on because I think in July was when I was starting to switch only from clothes to shoes. Um, but now I'm a hot, like there's probably 14 to 20 ish items that aren't shoes. And I'm trying to get them as fast as I can because I can't stand them looking at them anymore. Mm. Um, so that is the synopsis. Um, I am a changed niche seller now. <laughs> oh, okay. And we'll there get you know. we'll get into the you know the whole pivoting process. How Ethan, yeah. you know, it's you know you learn as you get through this. You learn to grow, and you 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 know what you like to list and what you like to sell because you're you know. Maybe some, you know, shoes are easy, you know, if you have mm -hmm. that knowledge, you know, all that good stuff. So we'll get into you pivoting for sure. So we have Danielle Knoll jumped on. He says, hey, guys, first time watching y'all's live. I've been listening to the replay. Well, thank you so much, Danielle. Let's go. Uh, glad that you can um, listen to us. And again, guys, if we also have the audio version on the podcast this week in reselling. So if you guys, if you're driving or if you're uh, playing basketball or. I don't know what else rock climbing or, you know, doing things that you, you, you don't have to watch it. <laughs> what else would you be doing, Dustin, than uh, rock climbing? Right. You can always kayaking. listen to kayaking. You can always listen to the audio <laughs> version. You know, next time you're like at a really cool college party that Ethan's in, you can go up to the DJ and be like, yo, bro, why don't you drop that uh, this weekend reselling <laughs> podcast real quick so we can all get hyped. So, um, yeah. So Bring Chris down the says, second floor. Exactly, exactly. Did you see that video, Ethan? <laughs> no, what was it? Where was uh, what, what was that? Was was it Arkansas, Dustin? Something uh, somewhere. What happened? It was like a frat party, and they were the, they were so hyped, like I guess on the second floor, and the floor like collapsed, and everyone oh, like yeah. went. That through. was like that was before COVID, wasn't it? Or was that recent? Was that was recent. Recent, yeah. maybe like a couple one, weeks. There was one in Clemson. That's like. 30 minutes down the road, that was a frat party before COVID. It was my freshman yeah. year, and it Dang. collapsed, and it went through two floors. Wow. And so, it happens more often than not, I guess. Oh, I'm sure. Well, those houses are built like 100 years ago when the frat mm -hmm. just started, so you can yep. imagine it's a bit... <laughs> a bit fragile. Yeah. 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 Man, I just... Every time I think of, like, college parties, I just think of, like, the stickiness of the floor... Yeah. Just like random, like frat, like posters, you know, like your Bob Marley, Scarface, you know, kind of thing. Is oh, that gosh. was that just me, Dustin, or is that like everyone? No. Let me know the people in the chat. Is that like a common college I can thing? Agree to that, right? It's I have like, no experience of that. That's the crazy. Really, thing. Well, I've never good, so dude. I've never been to a party in college, but that makes me boring. But I don't have like. I can tell you things because I've seen online and I have friends that are in frats, but mm -hmm. where I go to school, it's not like a party school. So it's like yeah. a Christian college. And so gotcha. we don't have that, which is nice because you don't have, it's a dry college, but I mean, we have Clemson right up the road. So I get all of that experience from all my friends that go to Clemson. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The Rangers, stuff like that. Like I the Ragers, <laughs> the Ragers, <laughs> the Ragers, baby. Uh, Chris says, uh, uh, Ethan, I've been meaning to ask you, do you even flip bro? That's like, his. I need a, I need a Chris. Do you even flip bro? T-shirt. T-shirt. Yep. Yes. 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 Like yesterday. 
yesterday. Uh, see, Chris is he's right on the ball. He says, I've been thinking about getting a Bob, a Marley tapestry. I just think of like that poster of like Bob Marley, and like you zoom in and it's made up of like little pictures of Bob Marley, you know, yeah. like the mosaic poster. So, um, oh, here's a good question from uh, from that's unique Tennessee. They say, uh, what's your favorite brand slash style of shoe to find? Um, stylish shoes, just any athletic shoe that sells. I don't really have a favorite brand because Dalton and Dalton, um, and Drew were talking about it on their podcast is like what makes your selling profitable is selling the bread and butter stuff and not the like super high end stuff. So if I had like a favorite brand, it would be like a basic, like a Nike and Adidas, something like that. That's really basic that I flip a lot rather than like ones that like Jordans where you only find 10 of them every month. So Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I think my favorite shoe I've ever sold was the Jordan red fours that I sold like a month ago. They were like in the box for like $80 out of Play-Dohs and I flipped it. So that's probably my favorite shoe that I found. Mm. I don't really have a favorite shoe. Okay. Nice. No favorite brand, anything like that. Not Brooks, really. Asics. I don't know. Hoka. I don't think I have like a favorite brand. I like a pair of shoes that like look cool, but other than that, I don't have like a favorite brand that are just like. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, nice. So, Ethan, since you've been on, you were probably one of the first people that we've implemented this segment of the show called "Overrated, Underrated." So it's back. By popular demand, we wanted to bring it bring it back. So, uh, what is your like thought, like your his, I guess, well, your memory of overrated, underrated from last time? Do you think you're going to do better, or you think you're going to have more opinions? Like, what are, what are we thinking about here? More knowledgeable opinions. Because ah. I mean, I'm further into this process, but I was thrown off by like dinosaurs, overrated, underrated, and so. <laughs> I I didn't know that was coming, and so maybe I'm I'm more expectant of that. This okay, time. nice, 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 nice. Now Chris has got a good question. He says, "Tell us about this transition to shoes. Where are you finding them?" And we will get into that. This is kind of a, I guess they call it like a cliffhanger, if you will. The you cliff. know, tonight on the ten o'clock news, are you feeding your kids poison? Well, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> We will talk about this here later on in the podcast. So, my wife tells me that I like I talk with my hands a lot. Have you noticed that, Dustin? I like. Well, now I'm trying, I notice it. I'm trying not to do it. You <laughs> you're know, gonna be, you're gonna be like, you know. yeah, like you know. But anyways, all right. So, Ethan, overrated, underrated. Are you ready, my friend? I'm ready. All right, but before we get started, this segment of the show is brought to you by none other than our good friends over at PoppinOffToys.com, your favorite place to get. Funko Pops. Ethan, have you found any Funko Pops in the wild that you've resold recently? It wasn't recent, but it was a while ago when I went to those Amazon Ben stores. I kept okay. one of them, but it was the box was destroyed. And oh. so I just kept it just because it was a cool character. It was like a Victor Oladipo NBA player mm. from when he was at the Pacers. So okay, nice. One, but nice. it's not any of the cool ones. Well, guys, if you ever want to order anything Funko-related, go to poppinofftoys.com. They are a local vendor here in Nashville, and we do have a code for you guys. If you use the code Nashville Flippers, you're going to get 10% off. They have something really cool going on this weekend, March 27th. They have something called the Nashville Pop Swap, which is kind of a, a 
uh, convention, if you will, of different vendors and people are just coming together and buying and selling Funko Pops. I think we should go. What do you think, Dustin? Sounds interesting. Let's do it. Maybe we can find some nice Funko Pops to flip and hopefully we don't spend a lot of money. So um, if you want to buy Funkos, go over to poppingofftoys.com. Use the code Nashville Flippers and you'll receive 10% off. Ethan, are you ready? Overrated, underrated, sir? I am. All right. Overrated, underrated number one, Craigslist. Oh, man. Um, Underrated in that it's been so long that it's done so well. But it's overrated in the fact that people think that they can sell their grandfather's golf clubs. On Craigslist. On Craigslist. Okay. Um, because they won't ever sell. Um, I saw a funny video. I guess it was Family Guy of this like re- recreation of what Craigslist was. Was just people just saying things, and the guy named Craig was writing down on the list. <laughs> it was really funny. It's just a big old long list. Um, but I think that it's underrated in the way that resellers can use it. I don't think enough people use it. I think people just rely on thrift stores and stuff or like mm-hmm. flea markets instead of looking at it for garage shows and stuff like that. And depending on where you live, it can be good or it can be bad. Um, but that's a great way to use, um, use this. Uh, but I feel that it can also be overrated because people value it too much for using it for certain things. So okay. it, it's kind of, I don't know. Gary V does is a middle one. But I think it's underrated, just slightly. Slightly? Okay, Pro- nice. Properly rated. Is properly ready. Okay. Gotcha. Nice. Uh, Marie is saying it's underrated. And we have uh, Linda. She's saying hi. Good to see you, Linda of Mile High Hustlers. The reason why I put that on the list this week is because I actually ran into one of our friends uh, that's a reseller. Dustin knows him at the post office. His name is mm-hmm. Skip. We see him everywhere. Everywhere post, we go, he's post, there. Yeah. But uh, he's saying that um, he's he finds a lot of like uh, – one of those – breathing machines to help you breathe like aspirators no it's like i don't know anyways like a sleep a sleep paps machine or i don't know some sort of cpap machines so he can't you know you can't sell them on ebay you can't sell them on uh, facebook marketplace you can't sell anything like the hoses the mask cpap machine there we go but he sells them on Craigslist and he sells the fire out of them because they're considered medical supplies. So that's why I wanted to bring that up because I guess people are still hustling on Craigslist, you know? Apparently. So, yeah. All right. So overrated, underrated number two. Number two, Cracker Barrel. Overrated. Overrated. I grew up with it forever and i know that my family's watching but i have had it for so much that like it's one of those things where i like have so many fun memories of it but i don't think the food's that good unless you go to like a certain one out in the country okay overrated yeah i agree dustin and i like we were talking earlier ethan we went to cracker barrel today and it felt like a like a nightmare movie what do you like <laughs> we waited how long to get seated dustin felt like two hours and then once we got sat it down seated down i don't know it took another two hours it was terrible and then the food was just like eh, you know it's just like yep. cracker barrel food you know 
So it's like, I agree. What would you think, mm-hmm. Dustin? You Is overrated or underrated? Overrated for sure. I'd rather go to the like hole-in-the-wall breakfast places. Oh, yeah. 100%. I agree. I agree. Nice. We have Bama picking and grinning joining us. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, glad that you can jump on. Um, Chris at peak is saying, Craigslist is legit older than Ethan. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm 20, so that might be true. I don't... I don't know. Might be older than me. Uh, Cracker Barrel or no. wait, uh, Craigslist. Craigslist. I'm still talking about awful Cracker Barrel. So uh, <laughs> Craigslist it might be though. It's been yeah. around forever. It has been around. We need a we need a legit check. We need like a like a get some good deals on uh Craigslist. I need oh, we man. need to look on some Craigslist. Maybe we'll do a video on like just buying things to resell on Craigslist or something like that. Meeting up with Earl from Craigslist, <laughs> right? Bring your pistol with you, you know. So uh we have uh Danielle says that uh sometimes I find good squishmallows to flip at Cracker Barrel. So did what was he five below? That's when we saw the squishmallows yeah. today. That's right. Uh we have Drake, uh the country picker. Good to see you, man. Glad that you can jump on. Uh so next up, Ethan, overrated, underrated number three. Whatnot. I think it's vastly underrated. Okay. I think that if you are selling in a certain niche, like uh, toys, um, action figures, Funko Pops, especially, that's like the main thing that's on there. Vintage clothing is growing. Um, I've applied. I have not gotten in yet. So if whatnot sees this video, please accept me. Um, <laughs> because I'd love to get rid of my like vintage clothing that I have hmm. away on that because it gives like a broader market than just eBay. Um, it, because it's more niche of like mm-hmm. all these people are looking for this stuff. Um, but I think it's vastly underrated for people that sell that kind of stuff. I might struggle in there because I'm a shoe seller now. Mm-hmm. And so unless I had like a brand new pair or like a pair of Jordans that were rare, that were used that some people wanted them, I may struggle. But for people that sell like toys, like Carrie probably sold, he sold he, yesterday he had like 120 something auctions. I think he sold out of them. And wow. makes quicker. I mean, it's fast money because you're not having to sit there on eBay to wait for a buyer. Um, and they're just here and now and bidding. So depending on what you have, I think it's underrated. But I think for certain people, it might be overrated because it's not their niche yet. But it could okay. get there. Hmm. That's nice. See, I know it's like two sides of this coin. I keep hearing these two things, right, Ethan? Like you, you were describing. It's a good way if you're like niche down sports cards you know i guess you would be like more collectible base items that you would sell and then i hear the other side of where resellers are just like offloading all their death piles on there so it's like you're not really getting the cream of the crop because you know depending on what it is you know so it's like hopefully you know it doesn't go more towards the death pile situation so it continues to grow Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't die because people are like, well, I bought this for whatever and it's a bunch of junk. But it, I don't know. I haven't I haven't applied. I don't think Dustin's applied either. No. So we're still I don't think I even I don't even have the app downloaded on my phone. I haven't seen an auction or anything like that. So I think I want to do some more research on that. So um, over. Have you bought bought and purchased anything off of what whatnot? I, I'm going to share it, but th- I bought this off of whatnot. So. It's the Walt Disney World Epcot Center. Um, it's from okay. the 80s. 
um i bought it from drew or profit monsters on instagram um and he was having a like a vintage stuff and i've kind of like i don't like selling vintage clothing all that much but i love buying it mm-hmm. i guess that's kind of trendy thing to do now um i also love disney as you can tell by the stitch right here um <laughs> so i thought this shirt was super cool but like i was on auctions originally or i was on whatnot originally just to see what the platform was like just to see if i could apply and potentially sell shoes that were like the Jordan, the random Jordans that have been sitting for a while and the vintage clothing that I have and just kind of mix it. Um, but mm-hmm. I bought, I bought another shirt that's going to come in a few days from whatnot. Um, I think it's great for like the one-off purchases, but I've seen people buy because the, what they do is, is that if you purchase several times from the same person, they'll give you a shipping discount. Okay. So There's only like a dollar mm-hmm. more for shipping. Um, instead of charging you five dollars or whatever so this shirt cost me like 45 dollars, but it's probably worth upwards of 60 or 70 so you can definitely get it for sourcing as well like chris was saying like um you might be able to snag stuff for good deals and just flip it on ebay or stuff like that yeah. but nice i i typically do it just to get closing stuff for me to good wear. deals okay nice but again chris is saying that i actually think whatnot is a good sourcing opportunity I've bought and I purchased thing. I've purchased things and flipped them. So, yeah, that's that's actually a great idea. I'm sure video games is a big niche there. Niche, niche. How do you say it? Niche, niche, niche. Close enough. Know. Lilo and Stitch. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Marie's okay. Here we go. We got the her fact checker Marie. Yeah. She says Craigslist launched in 1995. It's 26 years old. So it's got me about six years. Oh, I am older than Craigslist. <laughs> There you go. Now you know. Next time you're on Jeopardy, I know what what year has Craigslist? Say, what is 1995? All right. I think we're older than eBay too, Ray. So just you know, are we? What is it? 92, 90? I don't know. 99? I don't know. Let me know, guys. Marie, could you fact check me, please? When when did eBay get started? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, next one up. Overrated, underrated. Number four. Even. Number four. Conspiracy theories. Uh, overrated. Most of the time, they're not true. That's Ooh. all I'm gonna say on that. Okay. I think that that's a conspiracy theory in and itself. So, what that yeah. cons- what do you, that conspiracy theories are are true or not true? I think okay. that people believe in them too much. Mm. That regardless if they're true or not, most of the time their stuff is it's already finished, so it's not like you can do anything about it. But if there's active stuff maybe you can do something about it. But if it's something from like a hundred years ago, it's not like it's going to change whether you know if it is or not. So I might be in the minority in that, but okay. I, think I think it's overrated. I think people focus on what it. is, what is the conspiracy theory? Um, Ethan, that you think is completely like so bad that anybody can actually think that it's real. Reselling is evil. Oh, well, besides <laughs> that, besides the legit, you know, like, um you know we're talking about like flat earth gone to the moon um what's another one i don't know like uh berenstein bear berenstein bear you know the mandela effect yeah that's yeah. there you go uh birds not know. thinking they're real you know birds aren't real i i fully believe that so you think that birds aren't real well i just i mean that there's no way that they fly in the way that some birds are real but there are no way that some of those birds do not fly in coordinated ways like they do and then just divert all of a sudden. So you think yeah. there's like amongst 
thousands of birds. There might be like a hundred of them that are. Like... Oh, I, that's absolutely. So what are these birds? What are they like? I think they're like the common birds. I don't think they're the special ones. I think they're the common ones. I think they're like Let's the crows that. and the pigeons and stuff like that. And they're like used as like cameras and spies for the government. Mm. That, so again, I think they're overrated, but I believe that. Okay. There you go, guys. Let us know, guys, in the comments what your favorite yeah, conspiracy theory is. We have our boy, Little Flipper, Michael Ray. Come say hello, Michael. Say hey, buddy. Oh, Hi. Hey, buddy. <laughs> you going to bed, bed, Michael? Yeah. I go to bed. Say bye. Hi. See you, bud. No, I have a Oh. Uh, he's rowdy. He's being rowdy today. So, um, all right. Marie saying eBay launched in September 3rd of 1995. I love it. I love the um, the check here. Uh, okay. Nate. What, how do you say that? Naderade. The term conspiracy <laughs> theory and its definition, it's its own conspiracy theory. So, uh, nice. I like that. So, there you go. Birds aren't real by Ethan. There you go. There you go. You need a bird. You need like a like a t-shirt yeah there's there's probably a billion of them the birds aren't real or something like that i'm gonna yeah. catch birds <laughs> test them out there you go what's your favorite conspiracy theory dustin let us know what everybody in the chat what's everyone's favorite conspiracy theory i don't even know i don't look into much stuff like that yeah the Nobody mandela does. effect yeah that's Maybe the burn sign like yeah there you go all right all right let's move on uh overrated underrated number five Negotiating at yard sales, Ethan. Underrated if done correctly. Overrated if overbearing. I think that if they have a price set and they say that it's set and you keep trying to fight it, then that in itself is wrong. Because if they don't want to move, that's their decision. But I flip it a little bit towards flea markets because I go to flea markets way more than I do yard sales. They're there to sell. Mm -hmm. If you make them a deal then they'll find it. So I think it's underrated to negotiate, but I think it comes to a point where they're like, we're not going any farther. Then you either walk away. There's several tactics that you can do, um, which helps because this is what my degree is about, about negotiating and marketing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, I have probably 12 tactics I use when I'm at the flea market that doesn't overgo lines. Okay. I probably walked away from this and gotten, 10 to 12 deals just because I walked away because they'll come down to where my price is or they'll even go below my price just because they're desperate to sell. Mm. That's why they have those sales. Okay. So give us your, you said you had 12 tactics. It's very specific. (laughs) So give us your top three. Top three. Um, Bundling. Okay. In terms of reselling negotiation. Yeah. So bundling, um, getting more than one stuff, it'll help decrease the price. Two is the walkaway tactic. That's probably used by every single reseller ever. Which is like, I hate this price. I'm going to walk away. And then somebody yell at you and bring you back. And then the third one is just being completely quiet the entire time. And they keep trying to tell you. Like, for me, they'll tell me, like, the size, the the brand, the stuff like that. And I'll just sit there and just nod my head. And then they'll, like, tell me prices. And I'll just keep being quiet, keep being quiet, keep being quiet. Then they'll just lower their prices until I'm just like, no, okay, I'll take it for that price. So... Mm. (laughs) So do you give them any kind of like uh, body language, you know, like you make a face or talking, you're like, eh, you know, like kind of seem uninterested or like it just, depends just kind of like on the, it, de- it literally depends on the booth at the flea market. 
So like some of the like some of the people that are at the flea market for me, like I'm friends with them in terms of like I've made a connection with them, so I'm kind to them, and I don't like I don't do the silent treatment on people that I don't you know. know. Yeah. But like I'll talk to them and just be interactive. But I'll mostly do bundles with the people that I know, just because I know they'll give me a better price that way. Um, but if I don't know them, then I'll be I'll be silent and just I'll be smiling and stuff. Like I won't be like like mean or anything but i'll just like i won't say anything and then um if it comes to a point where they ask stuff then i'm not just gonna ignore them but my body language is just up upright just looking at everything like picking stuff up putting stuff down that's another one hmm. just picking stuff up hmm. just like seeing what people's reaction is like i'll look up see what their face is because then they're thinking in their head how much they're wanting for it and if i put it back down then they're immediately thinking oh crap he's not gonna buy it so it kind of that is another one. So there's like, there's so many that you can do at the same time. Mm -hmm. There's not one that I can like, I mean, those, those are the top three, but like they intertwine, if that makes sense. Mm, I like it. You should make a YouTube video or something about it. I think that would be great. I've been meaning to start YouTube. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it, if you, if you don't have time, I, you don't need to do it. It's a long journey. Some, yeah. It's, it, don't might be, do it. it might be after school, but I have okay. about it. Nice. Nice. I like that. So, uh, Dustin, you were talking about this last time, I think. What's that tactic to where someone says the price and you give a little, ah. Just, like, what do you like, just give that little, I don't know, just that face, the cringe face, <laughs> you know, and just like, eh. See if they budge. You make them say the price first. Yeah. You don't want to ever shoot out your own price. Yeah. That's a struggle. And then go from there. Yeah, you the and like, will you do like 200, you know, Sometimes that can backfire, though, which is a good instance. Dustin, I don't know if you remember this. When we went to the Nashville flea market and we found that uh, Stargate, six, not Stargate, Starcraft 64 video yeah. game. And I asked the guy how much he wanted for it. And instead of just saying a price, because I'm thinking in my head, okay, this is like a $200 video game. He just has it out. I'm thinking maybe like 30 at the most. He goes and looks it up and sees how much the sold comps were. And he's like, oh, no, this is $200. And he puts it, like, in a glass case or something like that. Uh, you remember? Do you not remember I don't that? Know, I don't, maybe. I might have been zoned out looking at other stuff. Yeah, that's probably what happened. So, yeah, it's it's rough. So it sounds like mm -hmm. you have some great negotiating skills, Ethan. I think I think you need to share it with the world at least. Oh, I got to share a little bit of secret. I got to keep some for myself. Okay, I see you. I see you. All right, we have uh, our boy Alan. He says flea markets not that great here. Oh, they're they're hit or miss. You know, it depends on which one you go to mm -hmm. for sure. Alan, uh, we have our boy Glenn the Swamp Picker. Good to see you, Glenn. Glad that you can jump on. So let's move on. Overrated, underrated, number six. Number six, Lionel Messi. He is one of two goats, so he is vastly properly rated. Okay. There's he's not underrated. Everybody knows how good he is. He's not overrated for sure. Um, I prefer Cristiano over Cristiano Ronaldo over Messi. Um, I grew up idolizing him as a soccer player. So for me, I think they're both properly rated. But for Messi, he's properly rated. What about the argument that everyone has of them not winning a World Cup? They both won their own individual international cups. So. Mm -hmm. World Cup's hard to win. It takes an entire – I mean, it takes a country. Um, you can't win it with one individual player. So, in the World Cup's every single 
Nate, well, not every single nation, but the best nations from the best continents. Mm-hmm. And so you're, it's, it's a very challenging one to win. But this is the last World Cup for both of them. So we'll see. See what happens. We'll see what happens. It'll be now, interesting. Yeah. Now I've heard, Ethan, that they're changing it from four years to two years. Is that correct? They're, they're contemplating it, but I don't think it's going to get through. They don't have – they with the way the other the other international tournaments go – they're oh, every that's four right. or two, and yeah. so they they interlap. So every two years there is a tournament. But the problem with there being a tournament every two years, if you put the World Cup in, there, then they're playing two years, and they still have to play for their clubs as well. So I don't think it's going to happen. Hmm. There's been rumors of it, but you can't cancel international tournaments. That's too yeah. important. There's too much yeah. history. Yeah, there's so much history in that, for sure. We have our boy Matt Thrifter Sifter. He says, "What's good, everyone? Good yep. to see you, Matt." Um, all right, so let's move on. Overrated, underrated, number seven, yard sales. Underrated if you are in a everything niche. Overrated if you're like me. Okay. Um, because unless you see a picture of a yard sale that has shoes out or have shoes in like a bin or whatever before they put it out, then I'd go. But for me, they're overrated because nine times out of ten they're not selling shoes at a yard sale they're selling their old junky shoes yeah and Mm -hmm. the shoes that are like women's flip-flops that are from walmart and stuff like that so for me it's overrated but for you guys that sell everything basically i'm sure it's great (laughs) okay nice ethan you know you want those faded glory flip-flops from walmart those are are my favorite with with the feet stains you know like they're like implanted on the on the on the the foam oh of the God. shoes. You know you want those. All right, let's move on. Overrated, underrated number. Overrated, underrated number eight. Scooby Doo. Oh no, I'm the worst at this. I didn't grow up watching these shows. Ah. So no I know Scooby Doo? I probably have watched two movies. So I would say I would say underrated that it's probably top ten children's show ever. And people can debate mm-hmm. me on that, but I feel like it's up there with like the upper echelons. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, I feel like it's underrated in terms of just like it's nostalgia for kids my age and a little bit older. Um, but mm-hmm. I apologize. That's the uh, that's the creators of Scooby Doo calling. <laughs> they they're frustrated at me. What what sure. kind of, uh what kind of um cartoons did you grow up with, Ethan? Um, I watched the the original like Batman ones, the Batman and Supermans is like the superhero, the Justice League ones. Uh huh. Um, I'm trying to think of like the actual shows. I watched a lot of like I think from like childhood. I'm like thinking like Blues Clues kind of. Yeah. So like everyone watched Blues Clues. Yeah. yeah. So like Blues Clues, my parents gave me a Blues Clues room. Whoa! So I had like okay. a, it was all decked out and all the things. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones, like cartoons. Probably Batman was the the one that I can remember a lot. But I watched more like soccer than anything. Okay. Like I watched. I had at that again. This is 15 years ago. Everything was on CDs. It wasn't on like YouTube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we probably had 20 to 30 cds that i would just re-watch and rewatch, and then i'd go outside and replicate that so oh, or nice. try to. so 
Um, I didn't watch a ton of cartoons, but I think Batman was probably the probably probably the one. Shout out to Batman. Have you seen the new Batman movie? No. No. Not yet. Dustin, you haven't seen it either, have you? No. I won't see it so bad. I saw it. I'm not gonna say like if I liked it or not because I don't want to sway people a certain direction. So I've heard it's very good. I've heard it's very good. I think you'll like it. You'll like it. So you'll like it. Everyone will like it. So last one up, Ethan. Are you ready for the last one here? I'm ready. I think you got one more after that. Do we? Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Amazon bins. Overrated. Underrated. Underrated. In terms of where you're at, where you guys are at, I think you guys have the best Amazon men's store in the country. Well, <laughs> we know how to shop for them. That's very true. You know, it's not like everyone says, you know, it's like, oh, mine suck, you know, what? You always find all the good stuff, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, we've been doing it for four years now. Yeah. You know, we be, we better be finding all the good stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, but, so. But I, still, I, I still think you guys have the best one. So everybody go to, mm-hmm. go to theirs and go take care of Hey, <laughs> come on. And, you know, it may be more or less that Amazon's right down the road from us. That's true. Literally true. right out in Lebanon. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, for sure. we get all the stuff, basically. Yeah, but it's true. So you don't shop at those stores anymore, right? Uh, no, I'll go there. Like I, I got this there. What you? What is it? What is that? Like a little? It is, it is, is that a Bob Marley tapestry? Basically, <laughs> basically. it's a rapper. It's a rapper that I enjoy listening to. Say Rocky. Okay, ASAP Rocky. Okay. Rocky. I didn't know it looked like a Kid Cudi kind of vibe. Well, like I love Kid, Kid Cudi too. Yeah. I love both of them, but I couldn't find a Kid Cudi one. Otherwise, I'd have him up here instead of ASAP Rocky. But okay. I like yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, let's see here. Marie is saying uh, we had Saturday morning cartoons on the four channels that we got. That's crazy. The Man, I remember networks. waking up Saturday mornings watching Recess on Channel 2. Oh. Uh, and then watching all Rocket Power. Mm. Love it. Love, Love it. it. Justin is saying, I'm 47 and watched Scooby-Doo as a kid. As an adult, I dislike Blue's Clues. I mean, that makes sense, you know, because it's it's meant it's meant for kids. Uh, so, last one up, uh, Ethan. Overrated, underrated. Number 10. Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Oh, is Impre- this impressions. impressions. <laughs> oh, no. Um, he's one of my favorite characters of all time. I feel like his storyline just is everything. Again, it probably was described in 12 pages in the actual book. But I think he's underrated. I think that his character progression. But what about impressions of the impression Gollum. of it? You have to be good at it, and I'm not good at it. <laughs> Well, the reason I put that down because you know, in Matt's Thrifter Sifters mm-hmm. podcast, yeah. Ethan gave a great impression yeah. <laughs> of Gollum. We won't put him on the spot, but if you know, maybe, maybe later, maybe maybe, we'll maybe later on. But if you maybe guys want to hear that, part three, maybe, part, three. We're, part three, we're just going to interview Ethan as Gollum, as Gollum, the whole thing. The whole that would thing. be actually fantastic. So, the whole thing. So, uh, there you go, guys. That in- concludes our segment of the show. Overrated, underrated, brought to you by poppingofftoys.com. Use the code National Flippers and you'll get 10% off. All right. So, we got a new segment on the show. It's called D Dustin's Tip of the Week. So, Dustin's Tip of the Week is actually brought to you by our new sponsor of the podcast. Uh oh, there's a new one. There's a new one. Our, our, the fine people. 
over at stickerwise.com. If you guys want to order some stickers, you can use the code FLIPPERS and you'll get 15% off, which is a great deal. So go to stickerwise.com. They have, I think they have, they might have the best um, prices on stickers. And then if you use mm-hmm. the code flippers, you're going to get 10% off. So I think I, I need, I need an Ethan college reseller sticker. I, I would love an Ethan college reseller sticker. Yeah, I man. Think, yeah. So what I happens think, when oh. you get out of college? Though? What are you going to rebrand? Uh, that's what okay so that's what everybody's like the businessman reseller well the, the thing is uh ethan one of the things that you brought up on our last podcast is that you're working on the rebranding so uh, let, let's just go ahead and get into it before we get into dustin's tip of the week yeah let's what are we what are we thinking here what are we thinking like i don't know i i would i would leave it i'm thinking that's about me. leaving it however the shoe king reseller yeah, I think that's <laughs> Um, I think the thing that I've kind of, and I did it earlier this week. If you follow me on Instagram, I changed my bio picture. Mm -hmm. So I'm no longer the TikTok, whatever thing that it made for me Mm -hmm. that anymore. And it just is me holding a size 18 Kobe. That is massive. Um, but I think the thing that I was like most worried about of like going out of college and I was thinking, Oh, I'm just going to do this TikTok thing. And if it blows up, it blows up. And now I don't do it anymore. I, I have branded my eBay as TCR underscore goods. Mm, Soon yeah. to be changed probably to TCR underscore shoes. Um, just Cause I don't sell goods anymore inter- other than shoes. So I think that it's just going to be TCR, but it's just going to be the college reseller. Just because everybody yeah. knows, like, whenever somebody's, like, I've heard people talk about me on their podcast or their lives or something like that. They always refer to me as, oh, that's the, the college kid or the college reseller kid. Like, it's never really Ethan, which is, I don't mind. But now I'm trying to, like, phase it of, like, this is who I am. I'm Ethan, who is or was a college reseller. Um, I'm still college-aged, so that I kind of get away with that aspect of it. Um but I don't, I don't think it really matters because there's a guy that's like the college picker or something like that, who's like mm. 34, 35. So he goes to community yeah. college. And he can go to college. Oh, well, I think age, he's like thinking a, about it. Big deal, isn't he? He's I think go- he, had, he was like a massive. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. YouTuber never like heard a of long him. time ago. I don't know if yeah. he does stuff yeah. anymore, but he was like a big deal for a while. Okay. I think you should keep it. And then everybody, if anybody ever asks you, why are you the college reseller? You can kind of give that history of like how mm-hmm. you started, you know, like, I don't know. It's like a good conversation piece almost. Yeah, yeah I guess so. You know, okay. you all your, all your branding and all your uh, t-shirts could be like collegiate lettering or something, you know, like, like something that. like that. TCR university or I don't know. Something. We'll make something. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. So we got our boy, um, the Landshark Picker, stopping in and saying hello. Good to see you, Landshark. Glad that you're What's here. Um, all right. So <laughs> Nate is saying, oh, we all came for Dustin's tip. <laughs> so RD man, what you got it's for a us? Simple one. Always check the sold comps. Ooh. Always. Because I was in Goodwill last week. I got excited. I saw this commercial, what, mixer 
for milkshakes. Oh, that's right. Looked it up. It was like $900 brand new. Brand new was used. I was like, maybe I could sell it. Looked it up. Only one sold used for $100. I had no profit in that because it was one $50 at Goodwill and two would have probably cost me $50 to ship because it's so heavy. So always check the sold comps. Nice. Well, there you have it, guys. That is Dustin's tip of the week presented to you by StickerWise.com. If you guys want to order some stickers, go to StickerWise.com and use the code FLIPPERS and you'll get 15% off. So, Ethan, last time you were here, we added a new segment on the show. It's called Skip or Flip. We're going to show you three different pictures. We're not going to give you any information, just the pictures, and you're going to let us know if you would find these at the Goodwill, at the flea, flea market, at the garage sale, would you skip it or would you or would you flip it? All right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. Let us know, everybody in the chat. Uh, please um, play along. Let us know if you would skip or flip these items. So the first one up here, Ethan. And Dustin hasn't seen these either, so D- Dustin can also play. <laughs> I'm always so, wrong too. <laughs> all right. So we have here a Jurassic <laughs> World Camp Creations Velociraptor. This is blue from uh Jurassic World. It's brand new with the tags on it. There you go. It looks really nice and crispy. It's like a mask, the mouth opens, all that good stuff. So what do you what are you thinking here, Ethan? What are you what's your thought process? I have a weird feeling that we talked about this last time. Oh, we we <laughs> talked about this last time. Um, I would personally skip it. I love the picture on the staircase as that is like their mantra. And I think that that's where it deserves to be on the staircase and being stepped all over. Oh, uh, look at this guy. <laughs> but I don't know. I think that I would skip it. You would skip it? Yeah. All right. What about you, Dustin? I'm definitely flipping because I've sold one of these before. And you sold it without the tags, right? I sold it without the tags, but much, it was new. How much did you sell it with uh, without the tags? I can't remember. Maybe 30, 40 bucks. Oh, okay. boy. Yeah. So let us know. Yeah. Let us know, guys, in the chat. What were you doing? Uh, let's see here. I want to start taking pictures, like just at random spots in my house. <laughs> just of everything. It'd be great. Like in the stairs. This the guy stairs. is definitely not using nice. photo room. Uh, unique, unique Tennessee saying flip. Uh, Marie is saying flip. Alan is saying flip, and Landshark is saying wow. Okay, so um, wow. So, Ethan, I know the reason why I brought the I, I put this picture up, and Dustin, I don't know if you remember, but the whole furry conversation that we had yeah. last oh, time. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah. the and this is the reason. This this is the reason. Let me show you what the soul comps were. Um, Ethan, so you say you're skipping, yes. but what would be the comfortable price range that you would pay for this? Five dollars less, five or less. What about you, D man? For sure, five or less because that's what I got it for. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, guys. So this puppy sold for $74.95, and this guy's actually sold seven of them. Dang, where is he getting all these? Probably Walmart. I don't. I don't know. Mm. You know, something like that. Dang. Oh, look, Dustin. What? You can't see that. It says "Ship from Murfreesboro, Tennessee." 
Oh, we need to hit that guy up. Hey, where are you getting these, man? <laughs> right? So, if you don't know, Ethan knows, but a lot of the people that purchase these masks, they're not buying them for their kids. They're actually dressing up as dinosaurs. Their own little... What would you describe it as, Ethan? Um, Their own fantasy world. <laughs> fantasy world parties. That's a, great, that's a great way to describe this. So, furries. Yes. Just Google it. Just Google it. Don't spend so they, too long. Don't yeah. It's a, go to a very, big old wormhole. The wormhole <laughs> for sure. So uh there you go. So that's the first one. So let's see what we got here. This is a good one right here, guys. Um skipper flip, Ethan. Let me know, Dustin, what you're thinking here. This is a Panasonic IC recorder, it says on there. Um, it looks like there's some sort of Asian writing on both the buttons. Um, that it looks pretty new, you know. The tops, you know, there's some sort of Chinese or Japanese, maybe some Cantonese. I'm not too sure what the language is. It looks pretty crispy. Uh, what are you thinking, Ethan? Are you skipping or are you flipping? So, is it cheating that I know where this is from? There's a reason why I put it on here. Okay, so, so I, I would absolutely look it up. Okay. Now, would I see it immediately and think it's the price that you're going to show it is? No, but I would absolutely flip it if it's, again, under 10 to $20. If I looked it up, then I'd pay upwards of, again, I will explain how much I will pay once the price comes up. But the guy who found this is a very lucky man. Let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. And I know so, how many they found. So How yeah. many did they find, Dustin? So you're Two. you're aware of this too, right, Dustin? Yeah, I sent you the picture. Oh, you did. You're the one that sent me the picture. That's <laughs> I said right. this would be great for the. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so there you I know go. what I would do, and I know how much I would pay for it, especially yeah. knowing how much it goes for. Well, there you go, guys. Everyone seems to know what this thing is, and they didn't find just one. I think they found two. Is that right? Like they the brothers? Two. Yeah. The it was one of the brothers reached for it, and then the other brother reached over him and grabbed the other one. <laughs> so it's crazy. So there you, there you go, guys. This guy is actually sold for $3,000. It is a Panasonic IC recorder. Apparently, it's to record ghosts, right? Yeah. It's like a That's ghost it. recorder. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I, I looked into this a little bit, guys, and the re one of the reasons why it's sold for this much is because they actually use the new eBay video option when you list, you know, the video, the short video that you can put on your second picture. Um, and it shows them, uh, I think, is this could be the one. Well, maybe this isn't it. But uh, it shows it working. So that uh, was one of the reasons, you know, like, uh, what is IC? That's a great question. I don't know what IC recorder means. Do you know what that means, um, Ethan? Nope. No clue. Yeah, I don't know. It's used it yeah. used to uh people use it to record ghosts and go ghost hunting. So from Japan. So there you go, guys. So next time you see one of these voice recorders with some Japanese writing on it, I would definitely pick it up. I don't know what the IC means. It could be a Japanese thing. I don't know. Ice cold, Craig. It means ice cold. Ice, ice cold. cold. Ice cold. 
So what do you think? Well, so what would be the most? Would you spend a thousand? I don't know how much did the what, what was the uh, purchase it's price? Like Two dollars or something. I what think. A what a profit! Doesn't how much would you pay for it? Knowing how ah, man, knowing how much I go for probably fifteen hundred. Knowing how much it goes for. No, I mean it. It it'd have to uh, be like it'd have to be. Or like, if I didn't know. Yeah, if I didn't know, <sighs> probably a hundred. Yeah, I'd say a hundred if I didn't know, and I knew that mm. it was like a Panasonic recorder, but I didn't know yeah. it was that much. Like if I was just doing like one of the cha- like the stupid challenges where you can't use eBay, yeah, like if I saw Panasonic recorder, mm-hmm. maybe a hundred, but it would have to be very specific because there are other recorders that are like twenty. That's what makes it tough. I did, if I didn't know, probably no more than twenty. Yeah, if I couldn't use eBay, couldn't look up comps or anything like that, probably twenty. I think it just depends on what your limits are. Mm. Now, would you would you be willing to spend fifteen hundred dollars on it, double up? Yeah, that's tough for me. It's tough. I would say a thousand. I triple. I don't think I double. Okay, not for that much. Okay, yeah. that's a good call. I still don't know. I, I googled IC recorder, and I think this is what I got. Um, it says here, I don't know if you can see it. It says IC recorder is a digital video recorder software application capable of overlaying text onto video as it is recording. Huh. So I don't know if that's actually what it means, but that's what I Googled. So we'll see if that's actually what it means. So next time you guys are out and you see one of these recorders, man, I would, it would be nuts. Could you imagine? Oh, Crazy. Hmm. Imagined. What's the most expensive thing you've ever flipped, Ethan? Um, I sold a pair of shoes for three hundred dollars. Okay, that's recent. That's as of this year. Um, pair of Jordans. Okay, um, but I don't think I think there is probably something that I sold for. Oh, I sold that Lamelo Ball card that I talked about uh, in July for like five hundred dollars when yeah. he had just come out as a rookie. That went to Thailand, which was crazy. It wasn't even in the states. Somebody from Thailand bought it. That's, That's awesome. crazy. And the cards I now talk, are I like we talked about that. Yeah, two hundred dollars now. So nice. Made that profit at the right Let's time. Let's go. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Next one up, uh, Ethan Flipper Skip, my friend. Here we have a PlayStation 2 game. It is called Rule of Rose for the PlayStation 2. It is rated M for Mature. It is um, published by a video game company named Atlas. Okay. Uh, they make great games. They make the Bayon- Bayonetta games, a couple of really good games. And uh, it looks to be complete. The disc, the manual, um, the... There's the disc. It doesn't look like it's in great shape. What do you think, Dustin? Mm, some light scratches. Light so scratches. Good condition. Good condition. Okay. Okay. So what are you thinking, Ethan? What is your thought process? Let me know, guys, um, in the chat. Are you skipping or are you flipping this PlayStation 2 uh, video game? Now, PlayStation 2 video games, you know, you see them a lot. So what are you thinking? Yeah. I'm... I'm going with Dustin's tip of the week and looking up sold comps before I even think about it. Um, But I think in terms of this kind of a thing, when I look at like games, like when I'm checking out and stuff, because most of the Goodwills, they have the like DVDs like on the way to the checkout, which is kind Mm -hmm. of interesting. So it kind of gets you like your last thing. They'll have stuff like this. 
And I think the thing that I see, the first thing is, is that Infirmature, there's not a ton of games that are Infirmature. Um, and if there are, most of the time they're like horror games or scary games, which I'm sure that this game is sort of like, um, that do sell for good money. Now, this particular one with the condition that it's in, I think it's kind of, it's a testy one. So it kind of depends on how much you're paying for it, that kind of thing. So I would flip it depending on comps, obviously. But I would skip it if the condition of the CD was, if it looks as bad as it is or worse, then probably not. Okay. So you flip in or you skip it? This one in particular, I'd flip if it was under $5. Under $5. Okay. What are you thinking, D-Man? I've picked up random games kind of like this before. Obviously with that Spirits and Spells. Um, i definitely pick it up or check it out and then probably play 10, 10 or less. 10 or less? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Seems like uh, Alan is saying flip and that unique Tennessee is saying flip. So let's uh, – how much do you think this sells for? Ethan, I don't know. I think this is going to be one of those throw ones that's going to sell for like twenty bucks. But twenty bucks. I think that it also could be a six thousand dollar game. It's, okay, PlayStation games are so weird where it could be crazy. Now we've had two really good um, things that I've showed you so far. Could yeah, this be? That's, that's the worry. You know, like this could be the bad one. What about you, D man? What are you thinking? How much do you think this is selling for? I think you're for 200 plus. 200 plus? That's crazy. Yeah. So There's why no are you way. thinking that? Why? What's that thought process? Just the, one those never seen the game before. One of those rare games. How do you know it's rare? I could just, I've never seen it in the wild. It's like that Spirits and Spells game from GameCube. Never seen it before. Sold it for 200. Okay. All right. So what do you feel comfortable buying it? If you think it's over 200 plus... Would you be willing to spend a hundred dollars on it? No, twenty. Twenty. Okay, Dustin's cheap. All right, so <laughs> let's uh, let's see what it sold for. It sold for seven hundred dollars. I was right on the two hundred plus. Ow. I spent two hundred on it. <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> so there you go, guys. Crazy. The rule of rose rare U.S. Complete in box. It's complete. It's complete. Um, sold for seven hundred dollars. Like Dustin was saying, he he hit it right on the head. It's rare. Ethan was saying that it's infomature. You don't see a lot of those infomature, and horror games. Yeah, sell really well, mm-hmm. especially those niche little Japanese horror games. So anything. <laughs> If you see any kind of horror video game, I would definitely at least take a second chance, second look at it. Um, you know, next time you're at the yard sale, thrift store, or whatever. So, yeah, and you know what sold it for him was they put rare in the listing. That Apparently, is you need to do that for anything. I'm gonna start doing that on all my listings. But what if it's not rare, Dustin? Well, it's gonna have to be. This phone <laughs> rare, rare. <laughs> rare because it's the one i have so it's rare yeah yep. right it's rare to me it's rare to me it's rare to me so there you go guys that is um skip or flip for this week's show what do you think about that ethan i think like the way that it, the process of your mind just so depends on what you're comfortable with with skip mm. or flip 
because mm-hmm. I've watched your guys' several ones with there's vintage stuff and then there's other stuff, but I feel like it's totally up to like the beholder of like mm-hmm. if you get that IC recorder, like Dustin and I are willing to do different prices. Like he's willing to double up, but I probably wouldn't double up. I'd probably triple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be comfortable tripling, but you also pay two dollars for the IC recorder. So oh the, yeah, I think I think the thing is just, just you sometimes get lucky with that kind of stuff, and then sometimes it's like if mm-hmm. your phone dies or something, and you're like, oh, this looks Oof. interesting, and then it's just like you buy it for twenty dollars and it sells for ten, then you're like, well, well, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Could you days. imagine? You know, like you see all these older resellers on here, you know, you like uh, the Craigslist Hunter and like all these other people that are on YouTube that it's like, they've been picking even before they had, you know, the app or anything like that. So it's like, the all they're, they're like trusting their noggin the whole time. Yeah, that's you crazy. Know? It's crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely. It's like that new show on a uh, guy Netflix, uh, swap shop, stuff like that. Just listen to the stuff on the radio, on that radio station. Oh uh, yeah. For people to buy and sell. Yeah. Have you watched that show, Ethan? Swap Shop on Netflix? Heard of it. Sure, check it out. I it's pretty good. It's it's fun. It's good little like you know, like how American pickers they follow like the the two guys. This is like they follow like multiple it's like they take turns and they follow like multiple people. We should so. make a Netflix show of all the resellers that are on YouTube and stuff like should. that. Hey, I've Netflix. actually I've thought about this, Ethan. All right, stay with me here. You too, Dustin. Right. Stay with me. <laughs> You know how like these creators have these like content houses, <laughs> reseller content, reseller content house. We okay. call it like the flip house. You know, flip we can have house. all our all of our favorite resellers under one roof. Do you know? have storage building we have in the backyard? Oh man, it would be great. You live great. in a giant barn. A barn, exactly. Yeah. There would be IKEA bags like everywhere. Just calls it. <laughs> Who took my IKEA bag? Who took my IKEA bag? That's my IKEA bag. So I love it. Uh Danielle saying that uh I binged that show in two days. LOL, it makes you want to source. I know. Yeah. It's it's tough for sure. We have uh, uh Shay the MD picker stopped by. Good to see you, Shay. What's up? Glad that you can stop by. So, all right, guys. Uh so that concludes skip or flip. And uh if you if you guys want to support us, support Dustin and I, support the podcast, support the YouTube channel. I mean best. Buy Dustin, you know, you can buy stuff for yourself. You know, Shay, MD, MD picker, she bought herself a really nice, um, I don't even know which, she bought her hoodie off of here. So if you guys want to support Dustin and I, the best way to support is go over to a merch store and buy some nice merch. And we do have a new uh, t-shirt dropping at the end of the month. So be prepared for that, guys. It's a good one. It's a good one. So I don't think I've showed you the design or not, Dustin. Have I showed you the new design? No, you haven't. I'll show you after the podcast, and I'll show okay. Ethan as well. No so, sneak so peek exclusive. Sneak peek Let's exclusive. <laughs> Maybe next week we'll give our all of our listeners a sneak peek in- exclusive. Ooh. So, guys, speaking of sneak sneak peek exclusives, make sure you follow Ethan on all those social media platforms. <laughs> They're linked down in the description below. YouTube, Instagram, not YouTube, Instagram mainly now, right, Ethan? Yeah, there's no TikTok anymore. You're so welcome ha- to follow me there, but there's yeah, I have videos post, but it's not actually on there. Okay, so okay. what happened with that, uh, Ethan? Could you tell us a little bit about it? So I didn't like the way that I was having to make 
so my my thing was I was making content in the beginning and I was enjoying it for the sake of making content. And then I got so wrapped around the fact that I hit like, I don't know, some stupid amount of views. It was probably like 10,000 views. And for, again, for me, that was great. And I had like a thousand followers and it was wonderful, but I was too obsessed with the view count and I wasn't mm. obsessed with the content that I was putting out. And the content was burning me out of the reselling aspect of it because I was more more concerned about putting out content than I was working my business. So I was telling Matt in his podcast, I was just like, I just got tired of creating a, like a like a stigma of like, oh, I'm doing this and this is like my best work, but I'm still selling other stuff that like I'm enjoying more. But the one stuff that I'm posting about gets more views because it's popular. Like um, there was a it was like a Peyton Manning shirt when he retired or like he made the hall of fame and it got like 15,000 views, but like I sold it for like $20 and I wasn't happy about it, but it made, it got views. And so I just got tired of it and I enjoy Instagram more cause I get to connect with more people cause mm-hmm. I feel like I probably talked to like my Instagram account the last two weeks have grown like crazy. Um, I've gained like 300 followers. I just hit a thousand followers on Instagram. Awesome. Instagram. Congrats. That's yeah, man. Pretty good. So, yeah. Um, I connect with a ton of people now, especially with the shoe thing. It's really good to have like community. Like, um, my two good, really good friends is the Hidden Isle and Tokyo Thrifts. So, go follow those guys. Um, okay. Thrifts. I love that name. I like that. So, yeah, that name is cool. They are like my age, around my age. Um, Tino, who is the Hidden Isle, is 21. He's out of college, he's a year out of college. And Drew's like 25. And so they're just like right around my age. And we all sell shoes and stuff. And so it's really good to connect with that kind of stuff. But I never had that on like other than you guys and like talking with you guys and Carrie and stuff like that. I didn't have that like connection piece with TikTok. And Mm. I like reselling is so lonely sometimes because Mm. you're just doing it yourself unless you have employees and stuff like that. And so I just like the connection piece more of Instagram. And so I might go back to TikTok, but because of college and everything, it's a distraction just as much as it is. That makes sense. They're endlessly scrolling for hours. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, like Chris, if you gotta, says, I have to do my homework. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's smart that you know that you at least you had to delete it or, yeah. you know, just not focus as much to it. Cause it could be a distraction, you know, when that's you're it. just focused on the numbers, the, yeah. what do they call it? The vanity metrics, if you yeah, will. The metrics mm-hmm. of it rather you than know? like the actual content and mm-hmm. the quality of it. And, you know, Gary, Gary V says this perfectly. Whenever you're making content, it's always good to document what you're doing than just doing making content that has nothing to do with what you're doing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like you're already doing it. You might as well just film yeah. you doing it, you know? So it's like a lot easier. So, but you talk about switching things up, Ethan, pivoting, pivoting. if you will. So we were talking about earlier, Chris at peak, if you're still around, you switching from like purchasing things from Amazon bin stores till now strictly 99.9% of Ethan's reselling is strictly shoes. Give us that story of the evolution, the pivoting moment, the pivoting point that happened like within this year that you've been reselling, Ethan, like why transitioning over into just niching down on a certain thing than just being a catch-all reseller if you will for sure no so the catch-all reseller was probably december till 
July. So like right at right at when I first got on the first podcast mm-hmm. was like the first into it of like I was like doing everything I was loving it and I was like anything I can find off of it like whether it's electronics whether it's shoes whether it's clothing whether it's whatever it was more important of just finding stuff and then I just kind of dumbed down and I was just like I don't like selling electronics because I get returns all the time because they're like yeah. oh well, it broke during shipping even though I bubble wrapped it. 18,000 times and stuff like that so it's just like there was a lot of stuff that i wasn't liking so i then niched down from like no more electronics i'm only doing clothes and shoes so shoes wasn't that much and i'd go to like the goodwill bins um or the goodwill outlet store and i'd find whatever i could find and i'll go to the goodwills and stuff like that but then i was just like i hate taking measurements of clothing i can't stand it like I'll wash them and that's whatever. And I don't like ironing clothes anyways. And half my shirts are wrinkled now. And it's just, I don't know. I just didn't like doing the clothing thing. And I was just, I was really burning myself out of reselling because I was making okay money doing it, but I wasn't making it like where it more felt like a nine to five job than like having fun with it. Mm -hmm. My whole intention of like working in general is I'm never going to work somewhere where I'm not having fun and I'm not enjoying it. And so I was just like, okay, I hate clothing. Let's just do shoes. And I will never, ever sell anything ever again. Unless there's like like anything else other, other than shoes. Unless there's like a Nintendo DS for $5 and I know I can make 200 out of it. That stuff like that, where it's like a quick thing that I know that I can get my money back really fast. I won't sell other things. Um, but I won't store massive things either. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the progression of just like, I started... Mm-hmm. I started doing everything because I saw everybody else doing everything. I just wanted to be like everybody else and I wasn't being true to who I was and playing soccer like for 17 years of my life. I know shoes. I know cleats. I know shoes. I know everything about cleats that you could name. And so it was just kind of an easy transition of just like, okay, cleats into shoes and studying shoes and, I just kind of fell in love with the, like the understanding and the knowledge. And like, I continually learn about new shoes, brands that are coming out and stuff like that, that you may not see for another year, but when they do come out, I'll be like one of the first people to know because it's like, Oh, like these not for you. They're rare. Stuff like that. So it's more of fell in love with the knowledge of it than falling in love with like the actual action of it um, for everything else. I like it. I like it. So, um, that's awesome, Ethan. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you learned a lot within the, the year that you've been doing it. And it, I, I'm getting this like common theme here, Ethan, just like being true to yourself, if you will, yeah. you know, like you're talking about TikTok and like how you didn't like it because it's like, I don't know, it was kind of like eating at you. And then it's like, yeah. like, it looks like within this year, you really like found not, ne- not necessarily the reseller person that you are now, but just kind of like growing as a person, you know, it's, it's definitely been a, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's happened in the last year for me personally, that's been like a big adjustment because I went from playing college soccer to not to doing reselling full time. I got engaged. Like there's a lot of growing up that I, congratulations. Thank you. Um, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened in my life that I've just kind of had to do the whole grow up thing. And so it's taken me a while from like freshman year of like, Oh, I'm just going to go flip everything to like, 
just because it's making me money instead of like doing what I actually enjoy. And um, even though sometimes cleaning shoes is a pain, I see the end result of it and I really enjoy it. And I'm making money in the way that I feel comfortable with making money and I feel happy about making money, not mm. that I'm just dreading making money. So that for me is the big, the big switch of it all. So. I love it, man. I love it. Can you, um, let's say like someone that may be struggling with finding themselves, if you will, like what were some of like, I don't know, like what were some indications that you're like, man, I'm not ha like, I need to like pivot here. Like I need to yeah. be, like you said, true to myself and do the things that I want the way that I want them and just grow from there. Well, like, could you give us a little insight on that maybe? I think the way that I learned on pivoting was taking legit from like forever ago of like just noticing what people wear and like, oh, I always told my parents like, oh, I don't, I want to have the coolest shoes, but I don't want to spend the most amount of money, which is crazy because that's literally what I do. If like, I don't want to buy $700 shoes, but I'll pay $20 to flip it to $300 kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just more of just like, I've always been fascinated by shoes, the colors, the different colorways, the different brands, the different models, stuff like that. And so it's just one of those things where it's like soccer was a big portion of it is that was a big part of my life forever. And it still is, but it's been like, I took the biggest parts of my life and the things that I love and enjoy doing and just focusing it in towards my job. So like I told people that there was going to be two other jobs that I was going to do other than reselling. I was going to work at the masters at Augusta. Like if I could get it, any other job is that that would be a job that I would want to get like full time. Or I would want to do something within soccer, whether that's play, be within the club, something like that. Other than that, I want to do reselling because it's what I love doing. And I can't think of another thing that I would enjoy more than selling shoes. And I was thinking about it on drive back from um, seeing my fiance. And I was like, I don't, it's crazy to me that I'm thinking like, oh, for the rest of my life, I could sell shoes. And I could be so happy. But like when like my family members look at me, like when I'm 80 years old, they're like, oh, he sold shoes for a living. And that's what he did. And he made good money with it. But he was happy. I would be more happy with that than I was like, oh, I did like my degree of like marketing, like I sat in a marketing cubicle and hated what I was marketing just because I just wanted to get a job. And so that's, that's the big pivot of doing what you love, but not sacrificing it for making the money for you, what mm. you could mm -hmm. make the money for. Cause I mean, I could probably, if I mean, working up the chain, I could probably go find a job that's a six figure job in marketing and make good money, but I may hate marketing that product or that business because I don't like it, but it's just because I'm making good money or I could do exactly what I love. I can use my marketing degree, use my negotiation tactics that I learned in my marketing degree for my business, market my business, stuff like that. So it's just within myself. It's just learning a lot about who I am as a person and who, what I enjoy and then translating that into what I sell. I love it, man. I love it. It's what awesome. is your, what does your fiance think about you as re has she always known? Have you been dating for a long time? Or is this like a like a college? No, this so we've been dating since we were sixteen. Okay, that's I mean that's a long time. Well, no, so I I guess I was fifteen. She's six months older than me. Okay, so we met at a party. It was like a sixteenth birthday party. 
a rager mutual friends in atlanta okay um so i'm from charleston and my fiance is from atlanta originally so i didn't know who this person was this this was just a a weird invitation that like it was one of my best friends that had moved from charleston to atlanta and she lived in atlanta so we were just at that same party and we got connected in a friend group and then we started talking dating now to engage. So it was 2016, 2017, maybe. Um, so we've been dating for five and a half years. Um, dating now engaged. Um, yeah. So it's been a long time. So she's seen me go from high school soccer to college soccer to flipping everything to flipping shoes. And I told her that her ring was from 200 yeah. Air Forces and she loves it. So. <laughs> i love that i love that what does she think about you reselling does she think it's like oh i'm gonna marry this quarter guy or you know or is she more guy. like i'm i'm marrying this entrepreneur like what do you what what is her thought process her thought process is that um most first of all she loves me so whatever i enjoy she loves me for it whatever i want to do which i'm very grateful for um her concern at first was um me making money enough that if I was going to do it full time, that I was going to make enough money to help mm -hmm. supplement her job because she's very smart. She's nuclear, nuclear technologist, nuclear medicine technologist. Sorry. That's why. That's why Ethan put a ring on it right exactly. there. She's very yeah. smart. <laughs> yeah. No, she's very smart. Um, I always knew she was very smart, but she will do incredible in her career, which whatever direction and wherever we land, but. I knew that I was going to have to contribute no matter what, if she made way more money than me or if I made way more money than her. And so I was just like, Hey, like I brought it to her. I was like, would you be comfortable with me trying this for a year? And if it doesn't work out, then I'll go do something. And mm. she was all for it. And so I have a year. Basically. You have a year. I like it. I like it. Get it done. There's a timeline. It, it, so that's it good. Works. But for right now, and I'll be open and honest, I'm making as much, if not a little bit more than an entry level marketing position that's good so um that's in me in college so i think that there's a big gap that i'm gonna have as soon as i get out of college of me not having to do homework mm -hmm. and papers and tests of that i'm gonna have more time to do this that i think that i can make decent money doing it mm -hmm. that's great which that's great that you say that ethan because that actually segues to our last our next and last question of the podcast and that is Ethan's future. What do you, what do you got in the, what do you got that you got planned, Ethan? It looks like you got if I know you from a little bit, Ethan, and I know that that mm -hmm. not, those little hamsters are working hard in that little head of yours <laughs> spinning on that wheel and I know that you got things planned out. Yeah. So, what is like what's the future looking like for Ethan? Um so graduating in May so I'm done with school in May, which is for me is a massive accomplishment, not only just getting a degree, but I finished it in three years. So that for me is awesome. And That's the awesome. fact Congrats. that I did reselling while I was in school and did it in three years. That for me is a big achievement for me. Um, but from what I'm taking that from then is we're getting married in July. And then we are going to live wherever she lands a job. And from there, we will work out where I'm going to actually be reselling from, <laughs> um, depending on where that is. Um, but the future is, is that I'm going to try to do full-time reselling. 
um, for a year. And if it goes well, then we will continue doing it. If it doesn't, then we will supplement it and I will continue doing reselling with another job. Um, but I, I would like to think that I have the ability and the, the work effort to make it a full-time job and make enough money where I could supplement it as saying like, oh, a marketing position would get me X. Can I make more or the same? Kind mm-hmm. of um, that's my goal by the end of the year. Um, this month is a good tell um, of where it's going to end. So I'll be interested to see how much money I make by the end of this month. Um, because going into the summer months and it'll be kind of crazy because of the whole wedding thing and getting married and a lot of time off that I'll have. Um, it'll be interesting to see where it progresses after. Um, but I think, I think I'm more, um, comfortable if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm not as anxious as I was in July of like all the uncertainty of whatever it's going to hold for me. Like, I now know that I'm graduating. <laughs> I now know that I'm getting married. I now know that there's a lot of stuff that's good that I'm very blessed by the Lord to like look forward to. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm happy to not know, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Great goals, man. Great goals. I know that last time we spoke to you, you had just gotten your storage unit and you plan on just killing it. And, <laughs> to where you are now you're yeah. i mean you're killing it man like you see those box pictures and it's like what are you selling like in a weekend you know like what's your average like sell on a shoes? weekend or just during yeah week? so just say like probably eight to nine pairs a day and then a weekend sometimes is upwards of 30 the highest awesome. i've had is 40 um which is nowhere near where I, I want to have 40. Like I want to come back in in a year and come back on the podcast and say, I'm doing 40 during the weekdays. That's what nice. I want to have. And you're going to have an assistant. Yes, that too. I want to hire somebody by the end of the year as That's well. Right. That's right. Yeah, that was one of the, th- yeah, exactly. Hey, there you go. You can hire a, so a college. A college you know, kid to clean my shoes. That's what I'm going to hire. Yeah. Don't like cleaning shoes, but I will love. Or them. even a high school kid, get a high school, kid. high school kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the ways. Our our video that is actually dropping this following Saturday is all about cleaning shoes to resell. So maybe nice. I got a good tip in there that we use to clean our shoes. So make sure you guys catch that. But um, let's um, unique Tennessee had a great question. They say, how many shoes do you have to sell to supplement a nuclear scientist? Uh, Ethan, I'm sure it's a lot. So, um, and Marie has a question on here. She says, Ethan, do you follow Renzi on okay. YouTube? I follow shoes? them on Instagram and on YouTube and everywhere. And I'm actually, I love those guys. Those guys have been a very big support for me. They followed me and I freaked out because they're big guys in the community. And they've been really supportive of how my I've progressed. Um as from where I was to where I am now in the shoe selling world. Um, but I think the biggest thing for, from the Renzi perspective is that like, they've been doing it. They they're where I want to be mm-hmm. and I, where I want to go not past, uh, cause I want them to succeed, but I want to be at their level. If not with the big guys as well. I love it. I love it, man. And here's a great way to end the podcast. We have 
lined. What? How do you say her name? Ethan? Lydia. Lydia Arnold. I'm late to the game, but my fiance here is proud of Ethan's hard work and happy to watch him enjoy it. So there you go, guys. Anything? Anything else for the people, Dustin? I got nothing. You got nothing. It's been what about you? What about you, Ethan? Any last words? I think that I I think that we should do this like every year. I think that that's fun this. for me of like doing a part two, part three, part four. Because I love it. Put it on the calendar. It's kind of like the Fast and Furious. Just keep on going till we get to. <laughs> hopefully, this. hopefully crazy. we don't get as bad as the Fast and Furious is though. Hey, part four, get... we're in space, guys. We're in space. Yeah. <laughs> I found what is it? So, I saw somebody say. If the last Fast and Furious, Fast 10, if you will, if it's not called Fast 10, your seatbelt, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be, be called the movie at all. So Fast 10, your seatbelt, Fast in your seatbelt. So uh, there you go, guys. So that concludes another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling. Like always, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at the Nashville Flippers. And make sure you leave a five-star review and a written review mm-hmm. because once we get something else on there, we're going to start reading them on the podcast. So if you want to hear your name, maybe give a shout out, You know, write a written review, and we'll make sure to um, read those out loud. So uh, anything else for the people, Ethan? Last words. Last words. Um, oh, man. Last time you left me on this cliffhanger, too, and I didn't think of anything. Um, I think that enjoy enjoy what you're doing. Don't do something you hate. Mm, I love it. That reminds me. I wish I could play the music. If not, YouTube will take us down. <laughs> but uh, the song that comes to mind is a, it's on the Mulan soundtrack yes, from back in the exactly day. 98 Degrees. Be true to your heart, Dustin. You remember that mm-hmm. song? Yep. There you go. So, guys, be true to your heart. My name is Ray. My name's Dustin. My name's Ethan. <laughs> and we will catch you guys on the flip side. See y'all and God bless. Peace. Flip it. Don't skip it.